Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. Our love of Star Wars is so large that we just want to talk about it all the dang time. So we decided to record it. We talk about all things Star Wars, from new episodes, like the newest episode of The Bad Batch, to books, like The High Republic, to games that we don't like, and custom lightsaber building, and new things that Disney Twitter is all about, and we're glad that you're here to share it with us. Today, we're going to be talking about episode two, mainly, of The Bad Batch. So, Which is called... What which is it called? called cut, uh, it's called Cut and Run. Cut and, and run, run. And the runtime was about 30 minutes, which <laughs> might have said this in the other episode, but this is a better length for a um, an episode because that first one was extremely long. <laughs> so. Uh, just like I said in the last episode, I feel like this episode is the same pace as the Mandalorian and as the Clone Wars mm -hmm. uh, and what I assume Rebels is as well. I feel like it's a good pace for Star Wars. Yeah, Rebels, um, I think Rebels was more of the, uh, actually, they were even less. Most of them were about 15 minutes each. And some of the episodes had like a part one and part two deal. Um, the very last episode, I believe, was a 46-minute runtime. Really? I didn't expect it to be yes. that short all the time. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that. Um, I mean, it was a different network. I think it was on Disney X, or what was the, what was the, what was the Disney network that they had running before? I have no idea. Disney Dean or something like that, I don't know. But... <laughs> I got to watch it when all the episodes were available, so I didn't really pay attention. Are they all the on Disney times. Plus now, or are only some of them on Disney Plus? No, no, they're all on Disney Plus. Clone Wars is all on there, Rebels is on it, Resistance, which I have not watched and I will not watch. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's all centered on a pilot who's rising up in the ranks of the Resistance, and there's not even a mention of Kylo Ren. As far as I know, I might be wrong, but yeah, it's essentially it's a very kitty kitty version um show. Oh, sad day. Courtesy, courtesy oh, well. of courtesy of our friend Kathleen Kennedy. <sighs> why is she always? Why does she always show up where <laughs> I don't want her to? Uh, we're we're getting I, sidetracked. So yeah, episode two, are. cut and run. We find the Bad Batch on their ship. Going towards the <laughs> sector. <laughs> it's not Telemachus. It's Solemicus. Uh, Sukulamai. Sukulamai. Which I was very startled to know, uh to hear this name because we actually hear Obi Wan mention this planet in Episode Three when what? um when he's talking about the Outer Rim sieges. When Anakin walks in, he's like, Sukulamai uh, has fallen, and Master Voss has moved his troops to Voss City. Whoa, that's <laughs> awesome. I didn't know that. And as far as I remember, this is the first time we are seeing this planet. It looks like 
uh, it looks like not Genosha. Genosis? Uh, no. Uh, what is it called? Um. <laughs> um. Oh, I'm losing it. Uh, it's big <laughs> mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms. Uh, in episode in the first episode of the Bad Batch, they say uh, they're using hand signs during the training, and Tech says to Record because Record doesn't understand the hand signs. What we did on blank and Felucia. It looks like Felucia. Okay. Big blue. Uh, very vibrant colors, uh, mushrooms and other looking giant fungal things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of plants in the galaxy, and I, we can't hope to name all of them or remember all of them and which ones were in which episode of Clone Wars or whatever. So, hey, if and you they're, and if... they're introducing they're, they're introducing new planets every day, so. I just give up. I just read Wikipedia. I, 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 they used to be too few articles being posted that I could actually be messaged, and mm -hmm. I've I have edited Wikipedia before, but like, I mean, it was fine. So mm -hmm. anyway, uh, so am I, uh, they say they have a friend that was a deserter. Yes, and. Uh, when we meet this friend, well, um, actually, before before we meet uh, this friend, can we back up and and tell describe o Omega's reaction to being on on a new planet? Oh, she loves it. She uh, she takes a long deep breath before looking down and uh, picking getting, up dirt, picking up dirt and asking what it is. Uh, mm -hmm. She's been a lab rat this whole time. Uh, this is mm -hmm. the first time that she has been out and about, and, and off world too. And off world. Same thing with um, kind of deal with Anakin. Now Anakin, of course, didn't really act like this when he was taking off Tatooine. But I mean, you can assume we can assume that you know that was kind of a new experience for him. Yeah, being taken off a desert planet yeah. and introduced to all sorts of different places. Oh, I think I guarantee you we there's a like a lost scene of episode one where he sees the oceans of Naboo and he loses his mind. <laughs> Which he does say that Naboo was his favorite planet, but I think it might have had something to do with uh, Panda Bear, <laughs> can't uh, Panda Express. Oh, what was her name? So <laughs> McDonald's. Oh, what was it? Uh, so, uh, so she is really enjoying it, and the camera lingers on Hunter watching this happen. Um, mm -hmm. we're definitely getting a lot of, uh, Din Djarin vibes off of Hunter. Mm -hmm. And, which is fine, they're solidifying that, we know that that's the story that they're trying to tell. Um, mm -hmm. there was an interview with D. Bradley Baker, uh, recently, and that was exactly what he said. He was like, this mm. is... This is definitely a guardian and child relationship. Relationship and well, show. It's very yeah. uh, it's integral. Omega is an integral part of this narrative. 
Well, I wonder if the interview is going to be um, a part of D23 Inside Disney, which is a podcast I listen to on Thursdays. And they do interviews with different actors from different shows. So who knows? They might um, they might bring D. Bradley Baker onto the show and we might get an interview with him. We'll see. Man, this show is a masterclass of voice acting. He plays every yeah. clone. He play. I, he does. It's oh man. Just I just want to see his notebook. Like he literally has notes about mm-hmm. which ones have which texture to their voice and inflection, and so he he is consistent with himself. So the mm-hmm. story is consistent, and I there's just so many clones, and they all sound well, different, yeah. and it's so good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting like we meet cut and cut sounds different from everyone else, and he, he's got sideburns. Now speaking of cut, I remember this character from Rebels. Oh, um, he is introduced briefly in Rebels in a few episodes. Um, in fact, I believe we we, we need someone to Google this for us. Well, Wikipedia this for us. Um, I believe Rex runs into him at some point in Rebels because we do see Rex a lot in in that particular show. But yes, yeah, so this this is Cut, and I guess this is where the name Cut and Run comes from. So again, you know, there's another character that I know that you're unfamiliar with. Yep. Uh, and also he cut is married. Uh, well, we we're not saying that because they didn't uh, say <laughs> that he has a long term uh relationship relationship with a Twi'lek with a French accent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Le Long Caribbean. She's got uh, she's got an Aura Singh rifle that's like three feet longer than she is tall. <laughs> yeah, and. And then they have two kids, too. Yes, they um, do. Uh, voiced by Phil and Lil. The same actress are, that played Phil and Lil. And what are the kids' names? I did not write... I did not watch this episode more than once. They... I don't know if they said... No, they did. They did, they, they did they but did. I don't remember. Okay. I'm sure we will get somebody emailing us and telling us, Hey, doofuses, this is... Who and who? Uh, prove us wrong. Prove yeah. us wrong. <laughs> um, so I feel like uh, I literally have less than ten bullet points about this episode because I, it, I, I it, have none. It didn't. It, it didn't so have. It, it it was very cut and dry. They were on a planet. They were trying to get off planet. <laughs> um, the the Empire is now not only uh, registering. Uh, all ships, but also all people. Um, with with and, chain codes, which we recognize the term chain code from Mandalorian. Do I? Where do? Yes. Oh. Wait. Refresh me. Because um, bounties usually have the chain code given. Um, like the bounty hunters, they usually have a chain code on the person. Oh, okay. And when um, 
when Grief Karga is sneaking Din Djarin and Cara Dune into the town on uh, Navarro, um, some of Moff Gideon's troopers demand a chain coat. Cool. I, I think it's. A, I, th- I think. I think they demand the chain coat. That's so. Weird. Yeah. I did not know that. I literally that completely slipped past me. That's actually really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So, all right. So two kids, a clone lizard and a twilight. The the bad batch uh are like, "Hey, we're trying to find a uh, a way to get lost. Uh try to not be found." And Cut's response is, "Uh we're also trying to leave." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh Cut does tell him, like, hey, like, Omega is definitely a kid. Uh, and yes. so I, I feel like it was at this point that I feel like they're really hamming the parent and child thing a bit mm-hmm. much. Like, yes. I've, like, we, I know this, this scene needed to happen so that Hunter could acknowledge that he, he has parental feelings mm-hmm. uh, for Omega. Which- which right, is, which brings which brings us to the next point. Uh, they send Omega out with the kids to play, and Omega does not really understand the game that they're playing. A, a, a simple ball game. Yeah, this is how much this girl has been, pretty much been, you know, enclosed her entire life on one planet. Yeah, on a military base, on a singular, sanitized, stay indoors planet, like mm-hmm. th- it it makes perfect sense as and to she why probably, she doesn't know any of this, right? And she probably never had kids her age. Uh, there weren't any. It was I. It was a military base. I mean, well, I mean, I guess you could say Boba, maybe, but I don't know how old how old is Omega. I don't know. Okay, that's Boba, that's Boba, actually Boba, interesting. Because uh-huh. Boba was not uh, unaltered either. I mean, he was uh, you know he just grew up like normal, like her. Wonder if they could so, have been friends. I mean, but I, I don't see Django the type of dad that would let Boba hang play out with, with a girl version of himself. Not just that, just the fact that Jenga wanted Boba to be the best of every, you know, of him. He right. wanted Boba to be the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. And but we, I mean, we do see some father son moments with him and Boba. If you um, if you read the novelization of Attack of the Clones, there is a scene of the two of them fishing. That's cool. and and he gets very pissed off when what's her name Tan Wee. The Cameron Nowen. Yeah. Um, that's uh, when, you know, when she greets Obi Wan. Um, he gets very pissed off when Tan Wee interrupts Django's time with Boba. Oh, that makes sense. So, so they're playing kickball, right? And the ball goes over the fence. Yeah. And Omega goes over the fence to get the ball. And what does she run into? She runs into oh what is it? It's not a calf hound. Uh, what is it called? Nexu. It's a Nexu, and it doesn't Which, look like it, a mature Nexu either. No. And how many times have we seen a Nexu aside from Episode Two? 
I don't know. I don't recall seeing one in they're, the Clone Wars, but I mean, they're pretty they're popular more... in the games. But that's because mm-hmm. they they're they have to come up with things for you to fight, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. But like, I haven't seen many in the mm-hmm. like in the shows at all. Certainly don't remember no, any me, of the movies. Me neither. Um, and I know, man, what are the native? What is their native planet? It doesn't feel like they're native to a no, certain. I think it's Felucia too. I think Felucia yeah. had. The Nexu cat and the big uh, praying mantis looking thing from two as well. Episode two. Oh, um, Ackley? Yeah. Okay. And I believe Felucia also has the largest Sarlacc. Really? Well, maybe the second largest. I believe the largest Sarlacc in route was on Tatooine. Um, I know there are very few Sarlaccs available okay. because they're um, they're pretty. I mean, I, I forgot how they were created, Sarlaccs, but essentially it's like a seed and a spore. The spore flies around the galaxy, falls onto a planet, and takes root and you know digs itself into uh, the cool. ground. Yeah. Which is why they have it at, uh, what's his name, Trading Post, too. They have a baby one there. Oh, yes. In uh, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she has a, o- Omega has a little run-in with a Nexi. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, she's not harmed. Um, but uh, after... Uh, the French Twi'lek, whose name I forgot, um, Sue, Sue uh, take puts a n- a number of rounds into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it it runs away. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Did she actually hit it or just? Oh yeah. Shoot close to it. Okay. So she, she was using. Okay. She was using the effect on her on her bolts. Uh, mm-hmm. Was the same as the non-lethal rounds in the training rig the episode before, so I assume it okay. was just non-lethal rounds. Okay. Um, yeah, but hey, I mean, for all we know, Nexus are probably endangered species or something. Yeah. Or uh, it might be useful to keep one nearby so it'll eat trespassers. Yeah, I mean, and we we didn't discuss the tripwire. We. Oh, we yeah. almost uh, ran into earlier our 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 gang group, you know. So, all right. So, what is Hunter's reaction to Omega's? <laughs> Hunter's reaction <laughs> is to immediately run up to uh, Omega and yell in her face about how she could have died. And so, <laughs> Cut steps in between them, puts a hand on them both. There's not a <clears throat> lot of. There isn't a lot of touching in these episodes, and so I want to point out the fact that he does touch both of them. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And he steps in between and gets down on Omega's level and <laughs> uh, checks on her and mm-hmm. uh, doesn't chastise her. And, like, Hunter doesn't know how to be a dad. And so, like... No. And, and neither did neither did uh, Din Djarin. Exactly, so. and like there are a lot of people are like upset that these people just don't these men don't innately know how to be 
good healers, <sighs> like don't know how to be good parents, but at the same time, mm -hmm. they've been raised to do, these guys have been specifically raised to do one thing. Right. And so, like, it's going to take time. And I like that parallel um, for, like, yeah, no, we're not, no, we're going to go. I, I do like the parallels between Hunter and Din a lot. I I, I want to see them break away from it, and I want to see mm -hmm. what happens next. But, like, I feel like th the last third of this episode was really boring to me because I knew, we all knew how it was going to end up. And uh, be, the moment they started talking, Hunter started talking about, about yeah. leaving her with, leaving Omega with Cut and Sue. Like, mm -hmm. we knew that that wasn't going to happen. But, no. but we still had to see it play out. And so it was, it was kind of hokey to me. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing with the chain code, <laughs> chain codes too, trying to get a hold of one of those. That was pretty cool. Um, Echo Echo always surprises me because you know, he's not one of the originals. Uh, he's not one of the original Rex. Bad Batch. Mm, but yeah, like too. he he hangs ten with the best of them mm -hmm. and, and does a phenomenal job. Uh, I also like the fact that there's like this camaraderie between Tech and Echo. Mm -hmm. I do like that. Oh, and uh, I don't know if it, if it described it, but my one last thing, my one last note, was that Hunter was using a comlink that they used from episode one. It did not describe that. That's very interesting to note. It was a very episode one, definitely a prequel-looking comlink, not like no. just into the wrist no. or into his helmet. He had a, a, an a old school com Yeah. So are, you, are we talking about the common link that uh, Qui-Gon used to send Obi-Wan the blood samples? Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. That might be how they're able to stay off the radar. Because if they're using what are yeah. essentially walkie-talkies, then they're not mm -hmm. using radio channels that the regs are using. True. You know, and that's, that's a good point. Because I just realized, you know, if you're sending a transmission to somebody... When somebody else had picked it up, I mean, the Trade Federation would have picked up any scans from Qui-Gon to Obi-Wan. I mean, just because they didn't have a presence out in Tatooine didn't mean they weren't aware, you know. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, I, I guess that was why it was so important for no one on uh, the Queen's transport to reach out to Governor Bibble. Because I, that I'm, could, that could, I, I'm that, sorry. Who did he reach out to? <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't know this. So the Queen's governor was C.O. Bibble. <laughs> He's the one that says the, uh, the death toll was catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> you must contact me. Yes. So, so um... So like, uh, we we have a stronger bond between. Uh, nobody really knows what uh, Omega's specialty is. 
Uh, mm. And the Bad Batch are talking about it, which is useful. It's an in-universe question. Uh, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know, and I'm excited to find out. Um, Me we, too. We have a, a stronger bond between Hunter and Omega, mm-hmm. and we see that Omega wants to be a part of this team. She doesn't just want to be yeah. safe. She wants to be a part of the team. She does. And I'm here for that. I am excited to see where this ends up. I Me a, too. I have a lot of good hopes for that. And mm-hmm. uh, with that, I think we still have a few more minutes. Uh, what do you want to talk about news-wise? What is new in the world so, of Star Wars? Um, We noticed, or I noticed, that... May the 4th had a lot of news activity dropped on us. A lot of concept art has been dropped on um, the subject of the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon, I believe is what they're calling it. The fact that it's delayed to 2022 is universally expected. I mean, I was not expecting them to open it this year anyway. Especially with the fact that they are going to require so many actors and actresses to run this star Essentially, social distancing is going to be nigh impossible. Have you seen any of the pictures? I have. Uh, not just the ones that you sent me, but the other ones that have been leaked onto the Star Wars subreddit. Um, they, It looks okay. so good. It just looks so fun, and at the same time, I know that it is so much above my price range. It's it's disgusting, mm-hmm. honestly. I'm excited, and well, I can't wait to see what other people are going, what the experience other people are going to have. <laughs> did well? Did, did they give a price? No, but they not only showed they showed separate rooms, and they showed like where you would be staying, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed um, uh, we can 100% um, did you add a link to the Facebook group of the new stuff about the Hossian? I thought I thought you did. I did. I, I sent a couple links to Facebook trying to make sure everyone saw the information um, just in case we weren't able to touch on all of it. Um but I'm going to take a stab and say that this hotel is probably going to be at least $1,000 per person. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're paying for a two-night stay, essentially. Um, in fact, let, let, let's make a pact that one day you and I were, were going to go on this thing together. I would love one that. One day. I, I think that should be a goal of ours to save some credits and be able to go on this thing because there is a lightsaber dojo. I don't know if you noticed that. That is no. That is awesome. I didn't notice that. <laughs> There's going to be a lightsaber dojo. You get to explore the bridge, the brig, and there's going to be a bunch of um, lounges and dinner shows, and there'll be a um, a dance. Not routine, but um, like a DJ, not a DJ, but somebody similar that's going to be giving us some tunes from across the galaxy, and she is going to be a purple Twi'lek. Oh, I'm so here. For- it's a cruise, but like, 
in in a hotel. Oh, yeah. it's so good. All of it's going to be one big LARP. Oh my god, I'm and so we're ready. Gonna get, we're also going to get a visit from Ray and Kylo Ren in the First Order. They're oh, going so to, cool. Um, I hope that they include a guaranteed ride on Rise of the Resistance in this. I, I think that's universally, they should have that as a part of the experience. That anyone who's staying at the hotel should have that guaranteed option. Do you think that's going a bit too far? I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, also that I feel like that's. Uh, I, the rise of the resistance wasn't like a huge thing for me, but I also no. only went on it during the Rona, so like I I don't know what it would feel like with more than four actors and not having to be uh, social distance. Social distance. I, well, I did write, I was able to write it once before Corona. Um, and it was a freak um, chance that I did. We, um, my brother and I, for those of you who don't know, my brother and I are Disney geeks. We go to Disney at least once every month. Or every three months, depending on him, because he's my he's my ride, he's my uh, he's my he's my pilot, my cargo pilot. Um, we got to go at eight a.m. Well, we got there at seven thirty. We were literally freaking out, or I was hyperventilating, uh, ventilating, because there were a hundred cars already in front of us. Oh God! And we got in there at seven fifty. <laughs> and we essentially had, um, we couldn't get the app to work so we talked to a cast member and she was able to get us on group 5 at 8am or um, 8.05 rather we uh, planned to have breakfast first but they called us right there and then and um, honestly it was just the best experience of my life um, being on that Huge Star Destroyer. Um, even, even during the pandemic, um, I feel like they did their best with trying to still keep it, you know, authentic. So I'm really blessed I was able to be on there three times. And, um, and you know, even being in the cantina without a reservation once. <laughs> we actually had the whole bar to ourselves. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. The manager let us in. Uh, the lady out front wasn't going to because there were no more reservations available. Of course, yeah, we couldn't find reservations because we didn't know if the place was even going to be open with it being so small. But the guy's like, uh, let them in. Let them in. So, yeah, we drank Bestman fizzes and all sorts of stuff. So, but that's the main bulk of news. Um, I did note there is, um, there was some concept art released last week on what could have been at Galaxy's Edge. And we could have gotten a bigger cantina. A much high-end cantina, you know, more high-end cantina. Okay. And a bounty hunter chase ride. 
and a bunch of other interesting things. So essentially what it comes down to is I think we're we're gonna get what we should have gotten in Galaxy's Edge in the hotel. Which is why it's so pricey. Yeah. And I and I'm uh, not saying that it's not a fair price. I I I do think that you're going to get a lot for your money. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that uh uh, I got a two-year-old that needs to eat, so I <laughs> and uh, and so that's uh, low on my priorities currently. Um, in lightsaber news, um, May the Fourth saw a lot of sales, um, not only on new sound fonts from some of my favorite makers uh, like uh, Kyberphonic. Um, uh, uh, I can I can add his link onto the Facebook page when this drops, um, if anyone is interested in him. Uh, all of his all of his sounds are so good, um, mm-hmm. and still cheap. Well, like and and he's just a guy, so like you can one hundred percent message him and be like, "Hey, I don't have a smooth swing saber. Could you like modify one of your sounds and make it not smooth swing uh, compatible with a not smooth swing uh, chipset?" And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Um, The one big thing that is interesting to me is Mm -hmm. uh, a new guy. To me, he's a new guy on the scene because he's relatively new in the lightsaber. He's a relatively big, uh, a relatively small name in the lightsaber world. But he's climbing the ranks pretty quickly because he's very thorough in his description of different lightsabers and different lightsaber builders. Um, mm. His YouTube channel is called Lando Sabers. Uh, huh. And he's Lando Sabers on sto- on YouTube, on Instagram, and on Twitch. Um, and he is doing mm. a massive free lightsaber giveaway. And Ooh. there are... Uh, I'll have a link to this, to the giveaway that ends on May 21st, uh, and, uh, I'll have that link, uh, on the Facebook page, on our Facebook page, and it is, I think, 35 different individual winners, because Mm -hmm. there are, like, 30-something, uh, giveaways. Some of them are sound... Some of them are sound file sound fonts. Uh, some of them are custom sound fonts. So um, uh, some of them are custom lightsabers. But the grand prize is a um, top of the line. What would be an eight hundred to nine hundred dollar custom NeoPixel smooth swing with a Profi two point whatever point mm. we're on lightsaber fully loaded. Uh, hmm. And, uh, and I think there's only, yeah, so far there are only 4,300 views and less than 800, uh, less than 900, uh, people, uh, actually in the raffle right now. So our odds are pretty high in comparison to trying to get a graphics card or something. You could get a, you or me or someone else. Any of our any of our listeners could possibly win an eight hundred to nine hundred dollar lightsaber or one of the seven or eight 
$500 to $600 lightsabers that are that are here to be given away by mm-hmm. big names. And how uh, do you get how do you um enter the raffle? I will be happy to send you the link to uh yeah. the the YouTube the YouTube video. It is mm-hmm. 27 minutes long and Oof. and that is on purpose to dissuade uh to dissuade fake fans hashtag fake fans uh not really it's just more like actually to fight bots um there's a registration form uh and then uh in the video he explains um what what else you need to do to prove that you're not a bot (laughs) because uh the last time he did if i'm correct the last time he did a giveaway um like over half of the things that were supposed to be given to real people were just bots. Hmm. And so either nobody collected it or the same person collected more than one of them via a different bot. And so he was like, you know what? To heck with it. I'm going to make it complicated mm-hmm. so that I can give it mm-hmm. to a real human being because that's why we're here. Well, um, hey, maybe he, you'll win it. He is, uh, again, he is Lando Sabres. Um, and he has a lot of his YouTube channel is in-depth discussions on uh, up-to-date uh, manufacturing issues and uh, shortages of chipsets like the Profi board and how it's been uh, the price on Profi boards have been skyrocketing because uh, and all the other chipsets are skyrocketing as well because the silicon shortage. Um, but uh yeah he's uh i think he's doing a great job i do think he rambles a bit um but that's kind of the deal with lightsaber builders i guess um he also mentions a lot of good manufacturers by name uh Mm -hmm. including um the custom saber shop um and uh, a, a number of others. Uh, the custom saber shop specifically. Uh, they're yeah. really good folk. Um, mm, maybe I got I gotta get in touch with them and see if they can help me with a sound my soundboard. I think we yeah I think that would definitely the custom saber shop would definitely be the part the the website where we would get the parts to either replace or fix uh, anything of yours. They also. Uh, the custom saber shop is the website that I will be purchasing a DIY upgrade kit for my uh, Hasbro uh, Graflex, not Graflex. Uh, my Hasbro Black Series uh, Vader. Yeah, the Vader sleep. Ooh, so you're gonna try and tamper with that baby? They uh, they sell. They don't have a, they don't have a lot of Hasbro uh, upgrade kits. But they do have one for the Graflex and for Vader, and I think for Maul. I'm not looking at their website right now, so I don't actually know. Okay. So, what kind of upgrade are you looking for? Just like a sound upgrade? Oh no, the whole thing. So, uh, being able to hold more than one sound font, a much better speaker, um, uh, three tri Cree red LED inhale LEDs, and once I have all of that, I will probably commission somebody. Uh, to do all the soldering and uh, set it up. I'll just buy all the parts and yeah. ship it to some guy. I have all, I, mean, I think I have three of the Black Series or four of the Black Series. 
Um, but I don't think there's a Graflex. Which one's a Graflex? Is that would that be Ray's or would that be Anakin's? I believe it would be Anakin's. Okay, I do have Anakin's. Also, I remember that you had a uh a broken black series, which was Luke's from episode mm-mm, six. Mm-mm. No, no, that Luke's was not a black a black series. That was an original one from Master Replicas. Oh. For the Black Series, I've got Kit Fisto, Obi-Wan, Episode 3, Anakin Skywalker, and Kylo Ren. I do like that Kit Fisto one. It uh, is really cool. Mm, um, it's just weird, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So, all right, well, um, is that all the news? Yeah, I think um, that's it. I, I think there is something... Um, else there um i don't know if did you see the news about the disney wish uh no the, the, the cruise ship there's a new cruise ship set in sail next year and as part of the cruise ship to have a hyperspace lounge oh that's so cool so that's interesting now that's i mean cruises are really expensive and i might be interested one day to take a cruise and see this hyperspace lounge, but I think the hotel was first in line for me. Yeah, I think I'd rather spend several hundred dollars and go to the cantina currently instead of thirteen hundred dollars and then go on a cruise. At currently, that's where I'm at. Uh, oh, guys, you'd rather spend a couple hundred at Oga's oh, and then. And then work your way up to the hotel. Just give me that Jedi mind trick all day. Oh, no, no, no. It's so good. (laughs) You can't even taste the the alcohol. No, no, no. Where are my pants? Where are they? (laughs) I'm a dark lord of the Sith. All right. I I think we've gone off the rails. (laughs) No, give me the best with Fizz. Give me that best with Fizz. Uh, also, their squadron ale was so good, but I'm okay. I, I'm kind of a beer nerd. Uh, have you had the um, Have you had the uh, fuzzy tauntaun? Yes, I have, and it's awesome. <laughs> my brother had it. Yeah, my brother had it. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's about it. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352. Just search for that on Facebook. And our Instagram and Twitter handle are at SU352Podcast. Uh, we also have a Patreon under Mackenzie Oliver. The link is at on the Facebook page. Uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app uh, because that really helps us show up with the algorithms, and that's how we get new listeners. Uh, we look forward to talking with you guys next week about the newest episode of The Bad Batch and possibly more breaking Star Wars news. Mm-hmm. And that would be episode three, I believe, of The Bad Batch. Yep. Yes. So, All right, everyone. Have a good evening, and may the force be with you.